Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. I hope you are all having a lovely week. Uh, this week's guest is Julie J and Tori Piskin. We talk about that band tampon ad and just general vagina stuff like not really knowing about it and uh, Tori gives a little bit of the American perspective and Julie J talks a bit about being in Ireland so yeah give a listen uh, well uh, I have the did I tell you I have the antibodies oh it's it's uh, you make it sound like you have them in your in your drawer yeah <laughs> no, would you like some I'm spreading them around <laughs> and Katie it's like your favorite tea <laughs> yeah you're like I meant to say I think I actually have the antibodies in the press <laughs> Or in the cupboard. Is that what they say in the States? The cupboard. No, in America, they call the drawer. Now, I say it really New York. The drawer. Like, I can't say it without a heavy accent. The, the drawer. The drawer. I love, uh, Tori, I love that accent so much. Well, I love your, both of your accents. I feel so relaxed. Like, can you guys be a sound machine? Like, the way you're talking, I'm like, this is, between the, both of your accents, I'm just so I feel so relaxed. I feel like I'm in a sauna of Ireland. Because you know what? I have such a high-pitched voice. I don't know if I've ever been told that I have a relaxing voice. I actually, because I I used to be a teacher, like a high school teacher for years and years. And I can remember an inspector coming to visit me and he wrote on my notes that my voice was grating. And it always stuck with me because I have such a high-pitched kind of a a voice coming at you. I've experienced the same thing as well. Like uh, my dad for my whole life would call me and do like a high pitched hello just to like take the piss out of me. <laughs> but I have had someone write a, it was like a five star review. So it was meant to be positive, but they said, oh, her voice is so relaxed and I put it on to help me go to sleep at night. And I was like, I don't think that's a good review at all. The podcast. You're like, no, this is a comedy podcast, right? <laughs> He's like, just puts me straight to sleep. <laughs> So but at least, at least it was a five star. But I, Tori, I love your. Are you from New York City? Yes. Okay. What part? Um. Well, I grew up in Long Island till I was about eight, and then we moved to the city. So I, okay. I grew up on the Upper East Side. Oh, cool. Yes. I'm but I'm shutting, my, I'm shutting my it, window. Is Long Island the one with the ferry, or is that Staten Island? That's Staten Island. Okay. That's and the one Staten, everyone shits on. I was going to say Staten Island. It's a it's a bit of a shithole. Is that is that the vibe I'm getting? Staten Island, yeah, that's the that's the reputation. Okay. They yeah. all hate each other though. The Long Islanders hate Staten Island. The Staten Islanders hate Jersey New Jersey heads. So I remember, hey, like, Katie, I've I've seen gangs of New York, so yeah. I know I know all about the infighting. 
Yeah. I remember I was dating a guy from New Jersey once and everybody was like, ew. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's just over there. But that's the same in Leaslib where we grew up or where you went to school as well. There'd be like the top of the hill hated the bottom of the hill. So it even gets down to even, and they'd be like, oh, you can't be dating a fire ender. Come on, you're from the hill. I'd be like, oh, there's always the going to be tribalism. Yeah. No matter how small the community is, there's Absolutely. always going to be tribalism, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for both coming on. I should really introduce you since I forgot to do that. <laughs> Tori Piskin, Julie J. So Hi. I thought... Hi, Terry. What I wanted to do um, is have a chat with you about the... Because I just, of course, I'm like four days late. I just found out about the tampon ad thing. Someone sent me a message about it. I don't be on this planet at all. And so I sent it to Tori, filled her in that this tampon ad was uh removed and then because i guess there was complaints and just to get your perspective back on home better so what the fuck's going on oh yeah so basically well i mean i don't know tori did you watch the ad have you seen the ad yes i actually thought it was hysterical (laughs) yeah is that fucked up well i mean was it in any way offensive or sexualized i mean i don't think so no i think she was right you know how many times when i was younger i forgot to pull it all the way up and i was like why does this hurt well, Recently, I am pers- yeah, that happened to me. I was walking around and I was like, why, why can I feel the tampon? And I was like, oh, I think I'm just not been shoving these up far enough. Right. But, but that's the thing, because with that, and they got 150 complaints, the ASAI who kind of regulate the ads over here, they got 150 complaints, but really worryingly, 83% of those complainants were women. Yeah. Well, they so have- but- worrying. Ah, uh, yeah, but they have to be- I don't, that's an older generation for sure, because I wouldn't even know that that's possible to complain. I didn't even know that ASI existed. Yeah. So also, like- the people to put the work in, to yeah. call and put a complaint, yeah. it's not someone our age. Like, clearly, that's an older woman who's in a retirement home, locked in her room, that can't leave. And she's like, I know what I'll do. Like, yeah. you have to, in order to have that time, that you're old. You know what, Tori? I think you could be right because I think their limit, their visiting hours are limited over here, um, because of COVID nineteen. So that is probably how they're reconnecting with yeah. the larger community. They're just getting onto the ASAI. I think. I mean, look. Obviously, they, let's face it. The majority are probably of a certain age. You know, mm. I don't think. I, I, you know, I don't think it would be like younger people ringing in to complain, but like the whole premise of the ad is that like, what I found offensive about the ad was the fact that it was called tampons and tea. Like that's the bit I found offensive. But the the bit that most people were offended by was um, the lady says you need to you need to get them up there because mm-hmm. that's what otherwise that's why you feel that discomfort so she says that twice you need to just get them up there right but, you know so many of my peers because I'm like nearly 37 and so many girls my age actually we were discussing it like over the last few days said they actually didn't know why they were feeling uncomfortable and it was because they're obviously not putting them up far enough so it was actually a very useful ad that's what's so frustrating and it's kind of catchy, you know, not the tip, I guess what it'd say, grab the, gr- the grip or something. I don't know. Now, I guess where so I'd say what it might be triggering for some women is because of men will always go, ah, go on, I'll just put in the tip. So maybe that's why they were like, that old chestnut. Yeah, you know, we've, we've all been there and you're like, oh, go on. And then it's not the tip and you're like. And next thing you know, you're eight months pregnant, girls. Watch out. <laughs> Don't fall. I will not fall for that one again. I fall for it every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, for, I, for, 
thought you were pregnant. <laughs> no, I know. I, do you know what? I really get away with it from the head up, from the neck up. So this you basically Zoom, this pandemic has been great for your pregnancy. No one knows. They're, they're going to think you're one of those like TLC shows where like, it's like, oh my God, I had a, it's like, I didn't know I was pregnant. It's like, yeah, you looked fine in all the meetings. I know. Well, I mean, this is why I'm calling it my Kylie Jenner pregnancy because I went into this and nobody knew I was up the duff and then <laughs> I'm going to be emerging with the baby. So like, that's what, that's what I'm calling it now. Just call what? me Kylie. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. I guess as someone, I, I kind of put out a what should we call it like an Instagram thing and then one of the people wrote back saying I guess they just found it very uncomfortable like a woman wrote back saying she felt it un- uncomfortable because of the sexualness of you know using like the the sex but I didn't because I also think like I, I just thought it was kind of like catchy and like a, a, I was I was more thinking oh yeah I haven't been shoving it up far enough yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. it didn't, didn't kind of also what I'm a little confused about is like they're complaining about that but yet that show normal people that I'm obsessed with on Hulu. They complained about that as well. So don't worry. Oh, okay. I was like, that has like everything. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Same people. That was, that. I think people still aren't over that just yet. But I mean, yeah, like, I mean, that was uh, so sexual. And so out there, it like, I suppose you can see how a certain brigade of the Irish population would be oh, still offended by normal people. Because even though Ireland is so progressive now, like we we are, I would think, pretty progressive. But it's all, you know, the changes have happened very recently. So it wasn't until 1995 that homosexuality was decriminalized. Wow. And we, did, we, didn't, we didn't get divorced until 95. 96, 95, yeah. 96 maybe, yeah. yeah. So like, that's all pretty, I mean, that's only like just over 20 years ago. So it's right. not that long ago. So I guess... You know, some of these people are still alive and well and maybe clinging to a past that, like, obviously it's the past, so it no longer exists. But I just find it so strange. I mean, it comes back to the thing with the tampons is, and it's so unfortunate, it's like the shame surrounding tampons. It's just ridiculous. The fact that women are still shamed about even talking about when it is just a bodily function that, like, we can't control. It's just part of being a woman. Well, here's the thing I was thinking about. I was trying to, like, I was thinking about this and I was in the loo and I was looking at the toilet paper and I was thinking about how toilet paper is there. Everybody sees it. It's not a big deal, but it's really for wiping shit off your arse. And, you know, when you think, or, you know, we off your vagina, whatever you want to do. Um, but my point is it's there. It's normal. Sometimes a bit of both. Sometimes a bit of a both. Bit of both but just not at the same time because of <laughs> infection. But the thing is, you know, and like when you go to the bathroom with your tampon, you're kind of like, I shove it down my skirt because I work with all men. And, and I'd be not one who'd be too shameful, but I, you know, when I store them up on the window, um at work in the toilet so like that it doesn't bother anybody and it's like oh but this is a normal bodily function toilet roll is out like there should be little boxes for tampons or else just you should be able to walk and just go you know I'm getting my period or whatever like it's just yeah Yeah, it's it's kind of just like it's like a cold in your vagina like why do we have to be so so scared (laughs) about telling it because like it's so easy to be like oh I have a cold I can't hang out tonight but like if you tell a guy like, sorry, I have, you have to do this like elongated, like yeah. I have this thing. It's my period. Like you have to do this like long exaggerate. Yeah. But if it's like, I have a cold, it's like very confident. <laughs> like I want to be as confident to tell a guy I have my period as like when you tell someone you have a cold. Yeah. And the cold, yeah. Is, cold is like snot and stuff. Like again, do you know? Right. Period. Release. 
yeah, and, and, and how many and it's you're so right Tori because even like when you think about it how many of your female friends would say to you you know they've just started seeing a guy and they're like oh we were supposed to hang out tonight but should I tell him I have my period or should I just tell him I can't hang out like the fact that that question st is still so ubiquitous that like right. people are so uncomfortable in saying it and like but men men are uncomfortable as well it's not just mm. women you know they are kind of you know I definitely at some point got a guy responding with TMI when I was like I have my period tonight that's just like I I initially said oh I don't want to hang out and then I didn't want him to feel like I didn't want to hang out so I explained and then he made some joke like TMI too much information oh, and you just but I think you know there is that element where guys are kind of don't want to know either which is so weird and I think right but then I think but this, do, you, Katie, do you think that's more of an Irish thing that guys don't want to know because I feel like in America every oh, guy maybe. is like I'm chill oh my god no I like when like I feel like I've never been in a situation where guys are like it's gross I don't know Katie you've been in really I I've been interested it's more open here for sure and again I came over when I was 24 so maybe if i'd stayed in ireland longer i matured there maybe i would also experience the same thing maybe men are more comfortable when they're older but i've had guy friends tell me like oh and then i pulled her tampon out and i'm like whoa <laughs> yeah i think oh, guys yeah. here like 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 it's like an obstacle for them it's like oh you have your period well things are gonna i think they like like it yeah, yeah i've never had a guy if i've been like i'm on my period they've been like oh that's if you're using it as an excuse not to have sex, that's fine. But like, I'll have sex with you on your period. So just like, yeah, I think up. they're fine with it. And I'm like, shit, I have to think of a different excuse now. <laughs> Whereas I, I could just I, be like, no. I, I think Irish guys are a bit weird about that. I don't think, I think a lot of guys I've been with now would not have been into having sex with me when I had my period. Yeah, no. I don't remember now. I don't, I'm, I'm sure me and my I'm ex- I'm just thinking of like, past boyfriends. Yeah. I think a lot of them would have been, would have been a bit weird about it. I don't remember. And I, yeah, I don't even, I never probably would have even brought it up as an option. I don't think until I moved to America. I don't think until I got more comfortable, but even for me growing up, like I, this is so embarrassing. And like, again, this might not be everybody who experienced this. It might be just a very unique thing to me, but no one really talks to me about tampons or pads the first time I used a tampon was when I was 19 in Zakynthos in Greece drunk in a bathroom because I'd ran, I didn't have pads and there was three girls trying to teach me how to shove it up my hole and like <laughs> that was my using pads for that long I've been using pads for that long oh. but, the, but then again like I was in an environment where I didn't have a good relationship with my mother so we never really and she was weird about all this stuff um but I remember no one ever told well no one ever told me where the pads went you know so I didn't think you could just put them in people's bins so when I would go to people's houses I, I was doing this up until because I remember I was dating a guy when I was 19 and I was in his house and I'd wrapped it up and put it in my bag and I <laughs> brought it I've home. done that too what and I came from a very normal upbringing yeah I don't know why I, I'm trying to remember but I definitely like I don't know if it was a guy it was someone's house I remember and I would take it and then like Wait, Katie, that's so funny. I wish I could remember more of this detail, but I did the same. I'm sure people listening are be like, oh, I did that too. Years later, I was like, oh. The worst is when you forget your wrapped up sanitary towels in your handbag. That's the worst. And you reach in maybe for some chewing gum and you're like, oh, Jesus. It's just you're on the bus or something and you're instantly shamed. But yeah, I think we've all done that. I like, I still would probably, it's terrible to say, but if I went to a friend's house, I'd probably still be weird about leaving 
a used sanitary towel in the bin. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's just because I'm so apologetic about everything. Right. But then here's the thing. But then you have the opposite where you have friends that are like so open and it's almost yeah. like, like even for me, it's almost like a little too much. Like I have my period, you have a tan, they're like flinging it around. They like, I'm like, God, like, can you be like more like a little, I become the guy. I'm like, I'm a little grossed out here. Like stop telling me yeah. about all the details. And they're like opening, you know, with the door, they're like changing their tampon. I'm like, can you close <laughs> yes. it? Like, yeah, I don't, don't want to see this. Yeah, there has like, to be a middle ground. It's true because the same way you wouldn't shit in front of someone or you wouldn't fire. Like there is okay being like, oh, there is okay being like, oh, well, that's a bit much too. So I understand right. that as well. Um, oh, I was going to say something there and it's actually in my mind. I, but- I was going to say, I can remember a few years ago, I was in Central America when I was way too old to be traveling. That's when myself and my friends, I think we were both like, we were all like 34 and we were like, we're done. Because everyone we were meeting was like an English drama student who was like 20 going on 21. And we were like, it's over. But we met this guy. He was so crazy from Canada. He just was a really strange human being. But... He did tell us, I can remember him boasting about this, like one of the nights uh, we were all hanging out, that he would carry tampons in his car in case his sister needed one. And we were so freaked out by that. And he was like, I always just have tampons in my car just in case one of my sisters needs a tampon. Wait. What, what would your theories be on that? Because I uh, just think that is too much. No, that I think that's too much as well. That's it, like the type of guy that would like as you were shitting, like give you a back massage. It's almost like too sweet. It's like, I don't want these things at the same time. It's too invasive. Imagine, imagine being in a car with a guy and you open the glove compartment, there's tampons there. And he says, don't worry, they're from my sister. I'd be like, he has a wife. I wouldn't even believe it. I wouldn't even believe it. Because there is like, yeah no there, there's that yeah no, no 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 I think I would definitely be like ah that's a bit much but I think as well more what's a bit much is he's bragging about it like fair enough if you want to do that and you have yeah, that weird right <laughs> why are you telling he me he was so strange and then he did the requisite you know the big long Facebook post at the end of his three weeks away and how much he'd learned about himself and all his different experiences and one of the just as an aside like one of the anecdotes was I met this German guy and I didn't even know him and I gave him ten dollars just because <sighs> that's the Ugh. kind of person I am but then hilariously the German guy was like you gave me five and I'll <laughs> never forget your man's response was I sure did and I was like what's wrong with you Blocked. no no there's something wrong with him that's just he instantly went into holiday or vacation box I was like you know one of those friends the holiday friend the vacation friend <laughs> I was like I should not have accepted this request you're gone yeah right. just the mute, the mute button that's I love yeah. an mute Done. button <laughs> But I, uh, you know, I knew what I was going to say that slipped my head. Sometimes I think oh. I've banged my head. The tampons also are shaped like sweets, or they're like, or like they're made to be looked in specicuous. Is that the word? Fuck, I can't say words. In, in juice. Oh, you're also dyslexic. Thank you. Yes. Incognito. Incognito. Even better. That's the thing. They're also kind of designed to not, you know, to be like, oh, we're, we're just a little lady thing. Ignore us. Don't look at me. Right. I could be a sweet. Well, I kind of, I, 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 yeah, I do. I guess they're just trying to cute the whole thing up. Right. I, yeah, they just. I, well, I wouldn't find the packaging that much of a turn off. You know, sometimes I like a bit of pastel packaging. When <laughs> no, it's that no, time I of the do. Month. 
I do too, but I think it's also it's just, more about I, like the shame, like yeah. It's no, I know what you mean. Stop the embarrassment yeah. or whatever. Like, it's you like know. the sub. It's like the subterfuge. Well, do you, do you remember that ad? It was a European tampax ad. I don't know if it made it over to the states, but it was like you know the girl sitting in the class and she gives the tampon to another girl, and then the teacher says, "Oh, can I have a sweet?" And she says, "Just for the girl. If they're just for the girls." And it's really badly dubbed and it's just horrendous. Oh, I remember that, that ad. Do you remember, do you remember that one, Tori? Yeah, I remember that ad. Yeah. I think I thought it was like, I don't know if I thought it was funny or like I wanted to eat it. I think I had like these weird both emotions. It's, yeah, it's just, it, I think it was just over here. Our version of it was extremely dubbed. So it was just hard to buy. I wasn't buying into any of the characters in that scenario. I'll ha- I'll have to I'll have to look that up. But actually, I know you have to go. So before you go, before you have to step, and whenever you need to leave, you just step off. You just go. Fe- got bye, girls. I'm not even gonna say bye. I'm just I'm gonna just leave. Disappear. Yeah. Press the leave button. Oh great. Yeah. Ghost us. Um. <laughs> but what about for you, Julie? And I'll ask you, Tori, the same question in a second. When did you with the sticking the tampons in you? Like, did you ever have that? Like, was it told to you how to do it? Because let's say now that you're saying all of your friends are realizing they've been doing it wrong. Did you ever have issues with that? Or did, did friends tell you in school? Or how did you? Because actually, yeah, how would you bloody know if it's not? I'll let, I'll let Tori go first. I'm dying to hear Tori's experience. Wait, tell me the question again. I got Ooh. out of it. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? So let's say this ad is saying stick it in or whatever, like, and put it in fully. They realize a lot of women aren't doing it. Did you? Right. Who told you how to use a tampon? My mom, but it was only like... It was like one time and she was like, you just stick it in. I remember like being in my childhood bathroom and like my pants were low and I just was like standing. But I also felt like really weird about showing my mom my vagina, Mm. even though that's like it's not weird because she has one. And I just remember her being like, you stick it up. And then I guess like I did it. But definitely the first time I didn't want to stick it up all the way because I thought it was going to get stuck. And then it was literally just like one time she taught me. And then I guess I just like over the few times I got it, then I was like, Oh, like I could like put it up a little further. Like every time I got a little less scared. Because then you I hear horror stories of people getting it stuck in there. And I'm like, I don't understand. How does that happen? And I remember all the stories that if you left it in for too long. I, when I first started using it, I was changing it every hour. So actually it wasn't economically good for me because I was afraid I was going to get that toxic death syndrome. And then as well, it took years before, I, or even recently, I realized that I've been doing it wrong sometimes. And I still don't know how to put in those... I can't get a tampon from the bathroom because you know there's those ones from like the 80s. Oh, I don't know how to stick that in. Yeah. Why they're really to... bad. I, but I think, I think I was the same, Tori. I was probably a bit like I, I, my aunt would have show like told me about how to use tampons and all the rest. But like it was, I just remember it being so uncomfortable the first few times because I was really young when I got my first period. I was nine. Wow. So I, t- I was using pads for a few years and then my auntie was like, you know what, you should really switch to the tampons. They're more hygienic. But I think, I mean, no more than that, like a very brief chat. And then it was a gradual thing of just getting used to it myself. But it, I think, you know, that's that thing. That, that is the thing with this ad is that it's such an obvious thing. But so many women were like, Oh, because nobody ever told me that, that if I can feel it, it's just that I, I don't have it in enough. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, I have to say as well, if you're looking to save a bit of money on Tampax, I'd really recommend getting pregnant girls. I've saved <laughs> a fortune. Eight months, baby. 
Wow. <laughs> well, Tori, you have an IUD now, right? So you probably don't get your yeah, period. Yeah, I have an IUD. I haven't had a period in like seven years. I've had two. Wow. wow. I know. It's kind of crazy. I don't Do know you if like it's the like... IUD? Would you recommend that to people now? I know obviously the men listening, but you could tell your girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've had it for so... I've had two for so long that I like literally forgot what it's like to get a period. Wow. Like almost like the thought of getting a period like kind of grosses me out, which is still fucked <laughs> like, up. Like I'm, like I'm like that guy you dated. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, like period. But it, be, but it actually must be so convenient though to not get a period. Yeah, like you def. I mean, I still get the symptoms, but like I don't yeah. have any. And my friends will come over and they'll be like, do you have a tampon? And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, do you have a hairbrush? I'm like, I have curly hair and I'll brush my hair. They're like, do you, are you a woman? They're like, what do you have? <laughs> like, I have nothing to offer you. I also have no hairbrush to offer. That is, that is true. Right. So you and me are in the same place. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, But come here. So would you, would you still kind of feel emotionally like you're having your period then? Like hormonally and stuff? Yes. I still get like emotional, but for a while it was like in the beginning, I was scared about the IUD because I was like, if I, I think I, when I first got, I had a boyfriend who would like really freak me out because I didn't get a period. Um, and then I was like, am I pregnant? But mm. I th- had, I've had it now for so long and I've been in relationships where I don't use condoms. So I u- feel very confident that I have a solid IUD. Yeah. <laughs> or I just have bad eggs. I don't know. Either <laughs> of the two. I'm not sure. I would, say, I would say you have a solid IUD. Like friends of mine who have it absolutely swear by it. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know how common it is in the States, but I think it's not. I think, I think, I think most women in Ireland in their 30s from just my own friend circle and stuff are still on the pill that's like Mm. still the one but I have a couple of friends who are on the IUD and they think it's great because I remember looking into the IUD when I was in Ireland and they said they you should really only get it after you've uh, been pregnant and they don't say that anymore that was the original but they've made smaller ones and better ones and is your one a hormonal one um I have a very little hormonal one but because they say don't have it before it's because they have to like open something up in your vagina that isn't open before you you're pregnant or like if you it would never would have been i forgot what part it is in there but it never would have been open if you never had a kid so that they have to like open it it's like another like cherry thing they got to open and down there it's so hard being a woman we literally haven't a fucking clue what is going on down there you're like open that part i'm like i don't even know i don't know i couldn't even you know how like we turn the news I wish I can turn on like a show of my vagina. Like, what does it look like down there? Like, can it give me updates? Can it let me know like five days? Like what the web? I can't take what's going. It's so frustrating. I'm like, like, I feel like your vagina is always like a surprise party. It's like, what's happening? I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. But if there was like a news update of my own fucking vagina, I would feel like much better about everything. If she could just talk to you like that episode of, um, there's some uh, show on Netflix. It's a cartoon, but the vagina talks to her. I'm like, oh. But that's, a, I, I don't know, I, w- I don't know if I said this to you, Julie, I said this to Tori, but I had to, I have a mole on my vagina and I went to the gynecologist and she said to, um, I had to burn it off and it'll take three months to burn off this mole. And so three days a week, I have to put on the burning cream, make sure there's Vaseline around the rest of my vagina so it doesn't burn the rest of my vagina, which one night I didn't get perfect, didn't get properly. So I burnt side of my fucking uh, I don't know what you call it, like a flap part. <laughs> Good, Julie. Not the flaps. Oh, fuck Not the four flaps. Flap. Oh, and, and I obviously have like short, like I have pubes. I just trim them, but it turned the pube hair around it. Oh, fuck. 
it says uh, this meeting will end in 10 minutes. I forgot to use the wrong one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Okay, sorry. If it, if okay. it cancels out, we'll pull back in. Okay. But so anyway, um, it turned the hair around it white. And then um, for oh three... Oh my God, three granny ni- pubes. I know, Stop. I know. I know. And for three nights of the week when I have to use it, I actually can't sleep because I'm so afraid to move because I might burn the rest of my vag. I'm afraid I'm going to burn my clitoris off. And that's the only way I get pleasure. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but- it's so horrifying <laughs> being a woman. But also, but you know, those people... Oh, there has wait, to be, there has to be a better that, way. Wait, what were you saying? Oh, I just said to read, there has to be a better way. Sure yeah, no, this, kid, this sounds your vagina. This sounds not good. But also, you know, those people that have like random gray hairs in, in their head or like a random gray, you know, like, oh, it's a birthmark. I feel like, Katie, your pubes are going to start to have like a weird looking birthmark. I mean, you have so you're getting rid of a birthmark, but you're creating a hair like a colored birthmark now. I know. Oh my God. And like, that's the thing, like, you know, but the, the reason why they have to do that um, is because it's such a sensitive area. You can't just uh, take the, to cut them all out the way they cut the other ones. But, is, but it, there's obviously a medical reason for why they want to get rid of this mole. It's not just like your aesthetic. No, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. It's, it's, it's like the mole on my face. Yeah. Uh, no, it's medical. I just, I just think Cancerous. anything to do with the flaps burning like i should we've all done the panic dry shave when you didn't think you were going to be bringing someone back and then they end up there in your sitting room and you're like hacking away at the flaps in the bathroom it's just awful and then they come into the bathroom and it's like you've murdered a cocker spaniel because all my ginger curly pubes are just like littered all over the floor or or later when they're going down on you and they're like <clears throat> and you're like, oh, well, now you know I shaved like two seconds ago. Or when it's funny with the, it's funny with guys. Like I feel like girls are much more like conscious and be like, I'll clean up. But with guys, like I'll go over to their place and then I'll see like the pubes like around their toilet or their sink, and I'm like, I know you're like you didn't have the decency to like clean it up. Also, <laughs> they've had no, they, oh, they used to eat, even if even if you're in a long term relationship and having a baby with someone, the pubes situation will persist. Just to say that. One time I did the um, the quick shave in college. I was really drunk and this guy I thought was cute texted me to come over. I was so excited. I drunkenly shaved my pubes and I get because he was like, come over. And I was like, OK, so I get there and he had like a party. Like, I didn't realize I was invited to a party. I thought I was just getting invited to a party just to like hang out with him. Then I found out he was gay. So basically, I really like gave that. That was like I got razor bumps for no reason. Oh, and the razor bumps are so bad, aren't they? And I actually I remember once I hacked the gay off myself and then I went out and we were doing what adults do. And then when I removed my clothing, I realized I literally had hacked the gay off myself because I was actually just bleeding. And then he was like, oh, thank you for your period. And I was like, oh, yeah, it must be my period. I didn't want to tell him that I'd just done a DIY job. And then, I mean, because I obviously was bleeding from all the wrong areas. Like, this guy had no knowledge of how periods work. Right. Like, it, was, it was just like stigmata, just like emerging from the skin. I am also updating Actually, while we talk. <laughs> Uh, actually, before I go, I will say um, a guy was telling me about how his mom had had a fall because he was really worried about how much wine she was drinking during the lockdown. 
Um, Because, you know, there were so many people were just drinking at home during the lockdown. And he was telling me that the poor woman actually fell and hit her head off the radiator. And she was bleeding from her head, but he, she didn't want to tell him that she'd been drinking wine because he, but he's a teetotaler. So he'd been, you know, giving her a really hard time about it. So he was like, oh, you know, she told me she had her period and I just believed her. But then it turned out the next day I found the empty bottle of wine. And I was like, who finds their mother bleeding from the head <laughs> and says, yeah, she's got her period. Like the story right. checks out. But if the Jewish mom, though, she would say that and then two seconds later be like, I'm sweating for menopause. And then the son would be like, I'm confused. <laughs> so the moral of the story is if you have your period, you don't bleed from your head or any other. It's not stigmata. It's just oh, the one place. Right. And I love how he's like, yeah, I, I, I completely accept that. Uh, that, that. Well, it was just, it was funny because he was telling the story in such an earnest way. He was like, obviously, you know, she's my mother. I'm going to believe her if she says she's on her period, even though she's bleeding from her head. And you're like, "Mm." and then he discovered the next day, he was like, oh, actually, oh, we've been upgraded. Oh, wow. to go. Oh, that's okay. Sorry now for the past five minutes. I have been listening, but. I, I have know, to you're, anyway you're such for a the... great host. Tori, oh. it was lovely to chat. You've lovely skin and lovely hair. Oh, thank you. You too. And congratulations on Asher, the look. exciting pregnancy. Congratulations on unprotected sex. Honestly, I could have I could have been getting all the accolades in my early 20s if I'd only known. My how times have changed. Okay, goodbye, girls. Come here to me. I'll see, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye bye. from West Kerry in Ireland. Bye. Okay, bye. Wow. So just to finish off on the Tampax, Tampax ad, did you guys have a Tampax ad over here that was ever like people? Never had people? anything that was like shut down, but I definitely remember seeing the Tampax. I think every Tampax commercial I've seen, I always thought was very funny. And I think because it's such like a uncomfortable subject, it has to be funny. So no, nothing's ever been shut down here. And another thing I wanted to say that I think is funny about maybe Ireland and you could tell me is that Ireland is like still not or it's still like it's finally like progressive right that's the right word yeah yeah well yeah it's definitely getting more progressive but there is some things that are still backwards I would say right and the thing I was so confused about is like this ad is getting taken off but the thing is I remember I went to Paris with my family when I was like 11 and I literally remember seeing like nipples in a commercial so to me I'm like it's so crazy how like different places can literally be so different outside the U.S. Well, that's so true. So, for example, I always think this is interesting. In the U.S., uh, for us, we can't curse doing comedy because curses can't be on TV, a lot of the TV channels, right? You can't say fuck, you can't say... Whereas in Ireland, that's not... People say fuck like they do hello nearly. I don't... I don't... Someone can message me and correct me on this, but I don't even remember being censored, curses being censored. That's really Uh, weird. But but like sex is censored, but then violence isn't censored. You know, we all watch action shows and same in America. The violence on some of these shows is just horrific or I see shows where people are being raped and stuff like that like fucking for example Outlander Jesus I loved that show and then I thought I can't watch this anymore it's too much fucking rape and it's making me feel uncomfortable but like you know that's very graphic and it's like oh we don't censor these sort of things and like it's confusing like what things are censored and what aren't someone just wrote in and they said that their their mammy was delighted their Irish mammy was delighted that the ad got taken off and I do think for older Irish women 
And and I think it's the same in America. Because you know when you have these like women who voted for Trump, here's my theory. And then again, remember, I'm a fucking comedian and do not watch enough news. Um, But that if you're being told that this is the way to live and you're being told you're like, you know, periods are gross or, um, or you should feel ashamed. And then all of a sudden, very quickly, you're told, oh, no, it's fine. It's great. You're, you're going to rebel against it a little bit. You're going to be like, but I've lived this life and this is what I know. And no, everybody should be embarrassed and feel ashamed because you have your whole life. It's so hard to quickly just go. And my analogy to the women who voted for Trump, I don't know, I guess they're just like, in America being like, I want the man to go out and work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> it's fucking confusing. Yeah. But like, so I guess they are in, instead of being like, it's just when it's something gets so progressive, people are going to lash out at whatever they can. So like Ireland's getting more progressive. They're like going to lash out at the ad because they're like, it's just too much. Right. Like, <laughs> so something's going to get in trouble. I think <laughs> someone. Yeah. But yeah, with another, um, I actually as well, this is so I guess off the tampon ad, um, but that was great to get your side as an American woman. Wow. Um, well, I'm, I'm here to be your American woman. I know. I love it. <laughs> Cause I always think is that like the way me and you talk about our vaginas, like we've sent pictures when we've been like nervous about stuff to each other. Yeah. It's, it's very so funny, very open. And we have that relationship and I don't remember having that I've never sent pictures of my vagina to any of my Irish friends. They'd probably be like, oh, for fuck's sake, Katie. <laughs> do you think guys do that too? Like in Ireland and not? Like, do you think when they get freaked out about seeing a bump, they're like, hey, dude, like, sorry, don't judge my how, how big my dick is. But like, what do you think these bumps are? Like, do you think they basically do the same thing as... No, I think they just ignore it and pray to God it disappears. I don't even think they go to a doctor half the time. <laughs> I know. I I think that's the way to go. I <laughs> know maybe I've worried myself I've worried my vagina sick before so maybe but that's the thing we that's just the name don't of this know. episode I've worried my vagina sick that's a good name but that's the thing we don't know I don't know anything about my vagina and I know I can like google it and look it up but I'm like nearly thirsty I think that for everybody there needs to be like just I guess all of this needs to be covered in sexual education there needs to be totally you know like a, how and to even put a condom on how to put the tampon in how to yeah by the way like even in in my school I mean I went to like you know I went to a special school for people with like learning disabilities but my school the sex ed was like not good like I didn't learn anything from there yeah like I I'm sure it was bad where you were from because I know you have all those jokes about it but this is like I don't know if it was just my school but like I didn't learn shit I learned more from like HBO like late night shows than I did from like my sex class. I don't, yeah. I literally don't remember anything. I think maybe they just thought like people with learning disabilities weren't having sex, but like actually we were probably having more sex because we couldn't read after school. Think about it. We had no homework at the school. What else are we going to do? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I think for everybody, like if you learn it at a young age, it's less, it's less uncomfortable. I do know that, well, look as well. My, uh, there was a guy who comes into my bar and he's wealthy. And his son is getting like a really good sex education because he gave, he showed me the homework and it was like showed where the clitoris was and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, nobody told me where the fucking clitoris was. But then again, that kid, I don't know if that's a change in the world, but that kid goes to a fancy private school. So that could mm. be another thing where, but I do think if we just, if it were like the way we have to learn English or the way we have to learn maths, like, I'm sorry, knowing about my body is more important. Well, no, I need to count as well. That's stupid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, there needs to be, classes but you know I, I know. yeah I just we need to I get think like if I have a daughter I'm gonna be like listen 
I don't know. Like, should we start a like? We should yeah, start. Right. A, maybe we should do. Maybe me and you should start a, like a sex ed sort of thing for like YouTube and just like everything we didn't learn until late in life and like just talk like and and maybe people can send in stuff and we'll just do it and make it like a public service Tori we need totally I think we we should do this and because then we got the American side the Irish side you could be like oh because you guys learned how to put condoms on a banana nobody should I don't ever unless I just was fucking blacked out because I couldn't deal with it I, and I remember the first time a guy asked me to put on a condom he was like here you go he hands me the condom I was like what do you want me to do with this and he was like, oh, you don't know how to put it on. And I'm like, no, no, I don't know how to put it on. Yeah, I literally, to this day, every time I'm 29, every time a guy give the condom pulls out, I'm, I go, I don't know how to put it on. No. Like, I know how to put it on, but I don't trust myself. No. And then I, I can't tell if they think I'm like stupid or naive. I'm always, I'm always like, I don't know how to, I'm like, you do. You know how like, I'm always like, you're always a damsel, damsel in distress. <laughs> Even when it comes to condoms, I'm like, I want to see you roll it on. <laughs> no absolutely and then they do this little pinchy thing i'm like i can't do the pinchy yeah thing. what is that it's like you know when like a chef does it like bam like they do that with like the top of their condom it's ready <laughs> they're like ah mwah. yuck yuck i just sorry i only said yuck because i was just thinking about like the the I, I i actually just had a moment where i was thinking about someone taking the condom off recently and then asking me to go down and then taste it <laughs> but anyway i recently put lube on a guy's dick and then sucked it <laughs> now what state was i in okay. it wasn't even edible lube it was just and then oh. it became and then it became like and then at the so then i'm doing it and i'm looking down i'm like this looks like glue now i just look like i just put like glue i mean i used to have a thing for glue like i had like a weird obsession in kindergarten i like the taste of it but this was just like your I don't know. I was just trying to trick you so that it tastes better. It's like it's glue, Tori. It's glue. Yeah, I was like, what? I know. I was the same because that the the guy lost his heart on, and he was like, oh, you just suck it for a while. And I'm like, God, I I just hate I hate that I'm straight. But anyway, and I just hate the taste of condoms. So I started gagging, and he was like, why are you gagging? And I'm like, you know, and he's thinking, oh, my dick's just so big. And I'm like, right. no, you're you just taste like fucking whatever what is what a condom latex oh anyway i, I wonder you know, how many people you know, what, you know what we need you know i decided you know when you go to the dentist and they've got like five things in your mouth to make you feel comfortable like as a doctor's doing stuff there's also like a suction cup when you suck dick there should be that like as you're sucking a dick someone should like pop a mint in like there should be so much going on because it's like i don't know that's what i just thought of yeah a hundred percent and they don't realize as well like okay I, I i've never actually gone down on a vagina so i don't know but i'm sure it does hurt your chin a little bit and there's like the lick emotion i'm sure that can get repetitive but you're putting a whole thing in your mouth and then they're like faster slower use your hand and I, again please tell me all these things but also just remember <laughs> i'm doing a lot here i'm trying my best right. Well, also my favorite is when you're doing it and then you're on your knees and you're as you're sucking and sucking and turning the dick around, you're trying not to fall over. <laughs> you have one hand you're using to like hold yourself up and then the other hand and then they're like, no, use the other hand. I'm like, use the other hand. I'm now I'm doing a squat on your dick. Like literally uh, I'm I'm like it's like teeter totting. I'm like trying and they're like faster. And I'm like, I'm literally about to fall into your stomach. Like, what do you want from me? I know, and they have to lay down. At least they get. At least they get that like military position. Like you yeah. know, I don't know what that position's called. Yeah, they get to lay fairness. down. We don't have to lay down. They I know, want us on our. 
Oh, and I always feel like women like me anyway, if it's not working for me, I'll tap the guy out. But I feel like the guy, he might leave if he's not, if it's like not before sex, he might leave me down there for a while, you know? And he's like, oh, this is great. And you're like, oh, you fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> One time a guy told me recently, I gave him like a really long blowjob and I just, I don't think he ever came, but he basically said my blowjob was like the movie Wolf of Wall Street. It was long, but good the whole time. <laughs> What does this guy just go around his life like that? You give him a cup of coffee and he's like, this coffee is like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I definitely was like. Movie references all the time. I was like, thank you. Um, I felt good about it. What did he say it. your sex was like? Is it we like. A- it, so I don't think he's oh. he hasn't made a reference yet. So we'll determine what that is. But yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. I was like, thanks, I guess. Like my dick reminds you of, I mean, my sucking reminds you of Leonardo DiCaprio. Like that sounds. And also terrible movie to reference to a woman because I'm some women love it. Some women hate it. So you just don't know what, because it was quite sexist and misogynist. <laughs> so right. you just, just don't like, know what oh, woman you'll okay. get. You, some woman could be like, fuck you. I love Leonardo. Right. So, um, so uh, before you go, do you mind doing a quick uh, advice thing for the Patreon? Sure. Okay, and then for the regular listeners, uh, this is Tori Piskin. Follow her at Tori Piskin. Is it just at Tori Piskin? Yeah, T-O-R-I-P-I-S-K-I-N. Get her on Instagram and TikTok. She's killing it on TikTok before they delete it. So thanks for having me, Katie. Oh, no, thank you so much. And then for the regular listeners, the Patreon is thepatreon.com forward slash the shift podcast and we'll be doing much more stuff on that every week so do go and if you go on it you can write what you want advice about uh also what uh you'd like us to talk about extra or in general with episodes or guests or you can always just dm me uh and then for next week uh, i have two really great guests so it's really exciting both irish thank you guys love yous thanks katie Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the app. Uh, please rate and review us positively on all apps. Uh, that'd be great. And share on your Spotify and stuff that really help us. And tell your friends. And please DM me like if there's any stories or anything uh, you want for next week us to discuss. Uh, two great guests. So really excited. It's going to be another all ladies app for next week. And yeah, thanks. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.